Hi, YouTubers and watchers everywhere. It's ParkerGeorgeTune.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? Hang on. Yeah, boy, I do love this coffee. We've had it before on the program. Here it is, Trader Joe's Gingerbread Coffee. Boy, this is terrific. I really like it. I got this from my nieces, Kelly and Bryn. Medium dark roast, smooth, fragrant, and lively. Boy, I really, really do like it. And if you look on the back, I'll let you get a screenshot of that right there. It says, um, uh, then we spike the coffee with spices such as cinnamon, ginger, allspice, nutmeg, and cloves. Yeah, that really does come through. I really, really do like the, the fragrance and the taste and everything about it. It is terrific. And how about this mug this morning? This is another old reliable that we're bringing back. The Last Hungry Cat, a Merry Melodies coffee mug featuring uh, Sylvester and Tweety. Yeah, I bought this years ago in downtown Cleveland at Tower City when they had a Warner Brothers store there. And uh, yeah, I've had this mug for a long, long time, and it definitely is a favorite. So uh, hey, I hope you have your favorite mug and are enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. And you like to say, a good hot coffee, a trusty mug, let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. Absolutely. Hang on. Yeah, that's terrific. And before we get the show underway, a couple of things to report. Names are back on YouTube. I happen to mention in the comments section that for some reason, YouTube wasn't displaying the name of the uh, viewer commenting. They had some sort of handle or some sort of computer code. Uh, and now names are back to being uh, displayed, and that's uh, that's really very gratifying because now I can uh, respond when I'm typing my responses. Uh, I know exactly the person's name that is responding, and it also helps uh, in preparing the show notes if I'm pulling comments from there. I know who the person is. So that's, that's great. That's absolutely great. And a glancing blow, <laughs> so to speak, to my earlobe in the shave before cameras rolled right here. I don't know if you can see it on my left earlobe. You can, you probably can't see it. It was ever so slight as I was turning the razor from one side to the other. Just a little bit of that edge just caught my lobe there. And, you know, that was just poor technique on my part. I should have, I should have moved the, uh, the razor head out of the way, turned it, and then continued with uh, the shave there, and I didn't. Just a, a operator error on my part. However, uh, we pressed the alum block uh, to that because it wasn't it wasn't a big big nick at all, just a very very small one. So we pressed the alum block to it for about thirty seconds, and boy, that did wonders. And followed up with Dr. Selby right here. So I got a little bit of Dr. Selby. On there, and this really is terrific for uh, uh, post-shave nicks and cuts, especially something that minor. This really does a nice, nice job. And oh yeah, another update. Uh, I happened to mention in the last show that I had some sort of redness above my eyebrow here, and I was using the Dr. Selby, and I think it was viewer James Sefton who said, "No, no, no, Mark, that's a little winter eczema. So just get some cortisone cream." and apply that and all will be well. And sure enough, I switched to that and yeah, 
that was that fantastic. It took care of it. So right tool for the job was all I needed. But the Dr. Selby really is very, very good for those minor nicks and cuts post-shave. And again, coming through, you can barely see, I mean, you can barely see it. It's already starting to heal and protect it and everything. So I really, really do like the Dr. Selby. And thanks again to James Sefton. I believe it was James Sefton. I don't have it in my, my show notes, but I believe it was James Sefton who said, cortisone cream. I have to remember that. Thank you again, James. And boy, we got a great, great show for you this morning. A lot of nice refill comments. We got an update. We have our four winners in the 9,000 subscriber giveaway. Congratulations to them. What else do we have going on? Oh, we got some updates on uh, wet shaving gear, some new wet shaving gear that's available, uh, some really great questions and comments. Just a jam-packed show. And I'm really excited uh, to uh, be here with you this morning. And again, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. So sit back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things. Hey, before I forget, if you're taking me on your morning commute, thanks very much for the lift. I really, really do appreciate it. So let's kick things off like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. Okay, this morning's shaving tip comes from viewer Larry Sablotny. And Larry writes, a shave tip. After shaving, I do a warm water rinse. But I forgot the cold water rinse and applied the alum block, left it on for 30 seconds, and then rinsed the alum block off with a cold water rinse. I discovered that doing it in this order left my face a lot smoother. I have done that order for a week now with great results. Warm rinse, alum block, then cold water rinse. Hey, Larry, thanks for this shaving tip. Folks, if you uh, want to try the alum block and maybe you're trying it with uh, cold water and kind of getting mixed results, try this routine that Larry suggests right here. Uh, again, your face, your rules. So, you know, there's no, there's no rule, there's no hard and fast rule, so to speak, that you have to use the alum block with cold water. Uh, but uh, Larry's using it with warm water, applying it, then a cold water rinse after waiting 30 seconds, and he's getting a nice, smooth result. So, hey, folks, try it that way. If uh, you're uh, not really too uh, fond of the results you're getting with a cold with, a, with an Allen block if you're using cold water, try this routine right here. One more time, it's a warm rinse, apply the Allen block, wait for 30 seconds, then cold water rinse and see what happens. Again, you know, there's, there's no hard, fast rules here. Uh, no hard, fast routine, anything like that. It's a little bit of experimentation to find out what suits your beard, your skin, that sort of thing. Uh, there are some guidelines, but this is, this is a really, really neat approach. Again, your face, your rules. So Larry, thanks very, very much for the tip. Really do appreciate it. And to say thank you for you and only you, an original signed George sketch. So please email me your snail mail address at mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and I will send this to you post Haste. And if you out there would like an original signed George sketch, just email me a shaving tip. Email that shaving tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com. And if I use it on the morning shaving tip here on the Monday morning mailbag, you too will receive 
an original signed George sketch. Larry, thanks again for a really, really neat shaving tip. Well, we have an extra shaving tip this morning, and it comes from viewer Abane Samant, and he writes, Morning, Mark. After hearing today's Monday morning mailbag, I thought I would share a tip that works for me to prevent irritation after a night shave. Sometimes my neck gets irritated after a late night shave when I go to sleep right after. To prevent this, I use talc, Clubman, Taylor of Old Bond Street, or Fels Azura. That's spelled F-E-L-C-E, and, and Azura is spelled A-Z-Z-U-R-R-A, Fels Azura. Uh, to prevent this, I use talc, uh, Clubman, Taylor of Old Bond Street, or Fels Azura on my neck, and it works great. I bet a light dusting on your head before bed would help greatly. Congratulations on hitting 9,000 subscribers and keep up the great shaves. Abby, Abby, thanks very much for the kind words. And he is referring to something we talked about last week where um, somebody asked me if I got any irritation uh, when I was doing an evening head shave when I, when I went to bed. Uh, they seemed to experience a little bit of irritation. They thought they were getting it from uh, maybe the pillow or the pillowcase, something like that. And uh, I explained that um, when I do an evening head shave, it's usually a, a couple of hours before I turn in. So I'm not doing it right before turning in. So uh, I've been spared uh, that uh, irritation that uh, that particular viewer was uh, speaking about. And uh, this is uh, a tip offered by Abane Samant uh, that if you are experiencing a little bit of uh, irritation after a, you know, doing an evening head shave and then going to bed, try dusting it with talc. See if that works. And that, <laughs> that sounds like a really, really very, very good solution. And there are some really great talcs out there. And he lists three of them, Clubman, Taylor Volbon Street, and Fels Azura. I have not heard of Fels Azura, so that's what I'm going to have to look up uh, after today's show and get a link for that. So uh, I learn something from the viewers all the time. Thank you very much, Abane. I really, really do appreciate it. So there you are, folks. A really helpful tip if you're experiencing a little bit of irritation before you turn in, uh, just prior to doing a before you turn in, uh, after doing a head shave. <laughs> let me let me rephrase that. If you're Here's what you do if you're getting a little bit, here's what you do to avoid irritation on your head after doing a head shave when you're about to turn in at night. Does that make sense? <laughs> Use a little talc, that's it. Use a little talc, dust your head with a little talc after you do that head shave before turning in. Hey there, that, that works, we'll get it right before you know it. But you know what I mean, so Abane, Thanks very, very much for the, uh, for the tip. I really, really do appreciate it. Well, we have a shave den update, a shave den visit of sorts. Not so much a shave den, but a new acquisition that will end up in Jim from Northfield's shave den. And he sent along photos and he wrote, Hey, Mark, I just wanted to share a photo of my latest vintage acquisition. A 1947 to 1949 Gillette Aristocrat. This is a new old stock model. It even has the original instructions and even more rare, the reminder card for the razor blade holder. Best of all, I got an amazing deal. I only paid $49 plus shipping. 
These go for at least $120. Right time, right place on eBay. Have a great week, Jim. Wow, Jim, that's absolutely gorgeous. And again, folks, there are these wonderful, wonderful deals out there, whether they're at yard sales, antique stores, estate sales, or even on eBay, where you can pick up a great, great vintage razor in great, great shape for not a lot of money. And this is a perfect example of it. That's absolutely wonderful. New old stock. How about that? Jim, congratulations on an absolutely wonderful, wonderful find. And again, very inspiring <laughs> to those of us out there who are looking for something like this. Uh, yeah, the aristocrat is one that I think has just got a great appealing look to it. And to find one in that kind of shape, new old stock, wow, congratulations. That's absolutely amazing. Please let us know how it shaves. I'm really, really very, very curious about that. Absolutely spectacular find. Going to look great in your shave den, I'm sure. Absolutely wonderful. So there you are, folks. With spring right around the corner, that means a lot of yard sales, a lot of garage sales, a lot of estate sales, that sort of thing. If you're visiting any of these, keep a lookout because you never know what you might find. You might find that vintage razor treasure that Jim uh, came upon on eBay. And also check out eBay too, because again, you never know what you're going to find up there. So absolutely fantastic find, Jim. Congratulations. Enjoy that razor. And again, let us know how it shaves. Really do appreciate you sharing that uh, with us, Jim. Thanks again very, very much. Well, here's your weekly reminder that the Monday Morning Mailbag is also available as a podcast. You can find the Monday Morning Mailbag in podcast form on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Simply search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more on your favorite streaming service, and the Monday Morning Mailbag should come right up as a podcast, as well as episodes of our other podcast, Second Cup. So again, go to your favorite streaming service, search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and the Monday Morning Mailbag and Second Cup podcasts should come right up, available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Well, the channel reached 9,000 subscribers, and this past Friday, we did the prize giveaway we gave away four prize packages. There were four prizes. First prize, second prize, third prize, and fourth prize. And here's a recap of who our lucky winners were. Our first prize winner was viewer Matthew L. Second prize was won by The Spectre. Third prize went to Omni Adder. And our fourth prize winner was Glenn Harper. So again, congratulations to all the winners. You'll have two weeks to get a hold of me. Please email me your snail mail addresses. Let's verify that you are indeed the winners and uh, we'll get those prize packages off to you. And again, this was made possible due to the generosity of the following viewers. Robert Fagan, Alex Lopez, Beth Jones, Mark Bagwell, Mark Williams, Brian Foley, Charlie Wise, Shannon Soaps, Maggard Razors, Ohio Wet Shavers Meetup, James German, Dr. Selby, and all the folks at Supply. So thank you all very, very much out there for uh, contributing 
to uh, these price packages. Really, really do appreciate it. Thanks to everybody who has shared and commented and uh, just made 9,000 subscribers possible. It's all possible because of the wonderful viewers out there. So my thanks to all the viewers out there and special, special thanks to those who contributed to these wonderful, wonderful prize packages. Thank you all very, very much. And uh, yeah, <laughs> we're getting ready for 10,000 and hopefully we'll get there before you know it. So thank you all again very, very much. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Well, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. I hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. We got some great, great topics this morning in the refill segment. We're going to kick it off with something from Douglas Smythe. Now, he is commenting about that leftover lather video that I did, also the brief demonstration that I featured in the previous Monday morning mailbag. Uh, I had some leftover lather in a shaving bowl and uh, just a little bit of water on the brush, and I was able to kind of bring it right back and uh, have another shave. And uh, Douglas wrote, ah, my latherous technique. <laughs> now see what he did there? Latherous, Lazarus, yeah. <laughs> ah, my latherous technique. The key is leaving the lather in the brush, but a bowl, as we can see, works too. If possible, leave it in both. Now he is absolutely correct because this whole uh, discussion about leftover lather came about when uh, Phoenix Shaving launched their lather lid. And uh, yes, uh, Douglas is absolutely correct. Uh, I recalled this incorrectly. Uh, he was, at the time that the lather lid was launched, he was telling me about using leftover lather uh, in a brush, just leaving it in the brush and then the next day, you know, whipping up a lather from what's been left over in the knot. And obviously you can leave it in both and you'll get a great, great result. With my demonstration, I happened to leave it in the bowl and I rinsed out the brush. So uh, absolutely, if you can, leave it in both. That's absolutely fantastic. I asked him about uh, if leaving a lather in the brush would uh, damage the brush in any way. Uh, and he wrote me back and said, nope, it won't cause damage at all. Trust me. I have done all sorts of experiments on my, for years, now I, meant, I think he meant my brushes. So I, he writes here, so I'm assuming he meant to say, I have done all sorts of experiments on my brushes for years, because uh, it's my job. Also, to piggyback on that reshaping a brush knot tip. Now, uh, we had a tip last week, uh, and uh, a viewer mentioned that if uh, for some reason the brush knot, your synthetic brush knot, it needs to be reshaped. You can use hot water to reshape it. Douglas writes here, if it becomes warped, lather. Leave lather in the knot and reshape it to a point. The lather, as it dries, will stiffen and hold the shape. Let it sit for a day or two and boom, crisis averted. Wow, that's absolutely spectacular. So lather, you can use, leave the lather in the brush and the bowl to bring back a, a lather the next day and also uh, leave lather in a brush, form it to a point, and it will help to reshape and restore the brush. Uh, good as new, absolutely fantastic. 
Thank you so much for those uh, those tips and tricks there, Douglas. Really, really do appreciate it. And thanks for clarifying the uh, leftover lathering process. As you mentioned, it was originally uh, with a brush. Uh, I assumed bowl. You're correct. But brush and bowl, that's great too. So, you know, <laughs> there you go, folks. Uh, experiment it. But, uh, hey, if you've got heaps and heaps and lather, don't throw it out. Just let it sit. The next day, you can bring it right back with uh, Douglas's Latherous technique. <laughs> Thanks again, Douglas. Really appreciate it. Uh, viewer Todd St. Antoine wrote, I was searching the internet for razor blade prices and stumbled on a forum where someone thanked another for letting him know about the A-best high platinum razor blades from the DuraBlade company. Of course, this piqued my curiosity. I did a search and found that these are at a great price on Amazon. Uh, put one of my Vikings Blade Chieftain Jr. and wow, a smooth, very sharp blade. It mowed down my tough whiskers with no problem. At only $7.99 for 100 blades, this is a great deal. Durblade has other types I'm definitely going to try in the future. And then he provided the link, and I believe we mentioned this in Second Cup last week, and I wanted to mention it here again. Probably could have mentioned it in uh, New Wet Shaving Gear. Uh, but uh, again, this was discussed previously and my show notes might be <laughs> a little uh, all over the map here a little bit. So I think we, we talked about this in Second Cup, but I have it here in the refill segment. So I want to tell you about them again. A-Best razor blades. I shaved with an A-Best razor blade right before cameras rolled and I used it in the Phoenix Shaving Quantum Razor. What a great shave. And I also used the Omega plate in the Quantum Razor. Of course, as you know, uh, the uh, Quantum Razor comes with two base plates, an Alpha, which is mild, and an Omega, which is, has a little more efficiency, a little more aggression. And uh, I used the Omega plate. I had one day's worth of beard growth and uh, two passes, and I've <laughs> I got a BBS result. Absolutely, absolutely beautiful but I did use an A-Best razor blade. So Todd, thanks very much for the heads up on this, on these blades. These were great. Really, I really, really enjoyed the shave with them. And again, a really, really great price point on those blades. So Todd, thanks very much for mentioning that. Really, really do appreciate it. Hey, we got an update here from, uh, regarding the Arizona meetup that took place last week. And it comes from viewer John Meyer. And he wrote, hello, Mark. I had a real good time at the Phoenix meetup this past Saturday. It was held at the Razor Emporium store and hosted by Matt and his crew. I met a lot of different vendors, both local and from far away. The furthest being the wet shavers of South Florida and Bricktown Grooming of Ventura, California. Naturally, Fran and Douglas were representing PAA. Everybody had a large assortment of wares for sale and also giveaways. Matt took everyone on a tour of the shop and explained the whole plating process to us. Very interesting. Wow, that would have been worth the price of admission by itself. That sounds wonderful. I wish I was there. I would have loved to have seen that, that tour. I would have loved to have been on that tour. I would have loved to have seen that process. That sounds fascinating. Uh, and he continues here. I also got a couple of pictures of Douglas and Fran and myself. Uh, take care and be safe. Yeah, hey, thanks very, very much for the pictures, John. John and Douglas in one of the pictures and Doug and Fran there. Thanks very much. I'm so glad that everyone had a great, great time there. Sounds like an absolutely awesome, awesome meetup. And I hope uh, those who attended 
We're able to get some of the meetup shaves up from Phoenix Shaving, uh, the Phoenix Lights. This is an absolutely spectacular, spectacular scent. A wonderful scent. Really, really terrific. And I hope you uh, were able to uh, get the uh, soap, the soap, and the aftershave splash. A terrific bundle. And of course, it was for sale uh, during that weekend online. So if you weren't able to, to attend, uh, there was that ability to purchase it online. So I hope you were able to snag some because it really is a terrific scent. And again, uh, CK6, absolutely outstanding performance. So John, thanks very, very much for the report. Uh, wonderful to hear that everybody had such a great time. And don't forget, Maggard Razors has a meetup on June 3rd, 2023. Uh, I'll have a link to their website where you can get tickets. I believe tickets are still available. So get up there and give them a look. That's in Adrian, Michigan on June 3rd, 2023 at Maggard Razors. Really looking forward to that one. So thanks for reminding me to remind viewers of the Maggard Razors meetup, John. Really, really do appreciate it. Bart Bartlett wrote, your mileage may vary really came through today. I'm in the minority when it comes to the 6S and 6C. I could detect no real difference between those two safety razors. For me, a slick soap allows both of them to glide across my face. I do like the extra weight of the 6S, but both are great shavers. This is the discussion about uh, the chrome-plated 6C and the chrome-plated T2. Uh, and of course, the stainless 6S and the stainless uh, T2 uh, adjustable razor. And for some reason, I found the T2 stainless steel razor to be uh, smoother uh, and have just as much glide as the, uh, the T2 chromed version. And uh, some folks were saying that the 6C, the chrome version 6C, uh, has more glide than the 6S stainless steel version. Uh, and here, uh, Bart Bartlett is saying, well, you know, no difference. He doesn't, he doesn't see it. They both glide about the same. So thanks very much for that. And again, I think you're right, Bart. Your mileage may vary. Harry Alexander wrote, Zen moment. The BBS didn't solely find me. We found each other. Proper shave prep, good shave soap, the lightest touch with the shortest, quickest, almost buffing strokes, and there it was. Boom! The BBS love dance and the afterglow of the smoothest, cleanest skin that I've ever seen on my face and neck. Harry, thanks very, very much for that, uh, <laughs> that, that, that outline of your routine and technique. Absolutely fantastic. I agree with you. Shave prep, good shave soap, uh, light touch. Shorter strokes, yeah, yeah, short strokes, that pays big dividends also. And, uh, you know, you almost did that nice buffing uh, movement there. Slick, slick shave soap. Absolutely, great to hear. And as they say, don't try to find the BBS, let the BBS find you. So it looks like, as Harry was saying, uh, they kind of met in the middle there. Absolutely fantastic. Harry, thanks very much for that inspiring. That's inspiring to other wet shavers out there working on their technique. Again, folks, uh, you know, check that out. Uh, proper shave prep, good shave soap, the lightest touch with the shortest, quickest, almost buffing stroke. And there it was. Boom. 
the BBS. Yeah, thanks again, Harry. Really do appreciate that. Uh, Roderick McLeod checked in. Mark, regarding the 6S versus the 6C, I suspect that for some people, the chrome is so smooth that it leads to a squeaky clean-like skipping on the skin where the matte finish on the stainless works like microscopic lather grooves. I'm sure factors like the lather products used, the chemistry of the individual's tap water, and the individual's skin texture will contribute to perception of one being smoother than the other. Hey, Roderick, those are absolutely great points. And tap water is one that I never considered. Yeah, thanks very much for that. Some really, really good insight. Again, into the difference between the 6C and the 6S, the chrome versus the stainless. Really do appreciate that. Charles Greenwald uh, noted, I have not tried the T2 stainless steel as yet, but I do have the 6C and 6S if that helps answer the glide question. I have not had a difference in using either one. The stainless version is just fine, and I just make sure to use a good quality shave soap and apply liberally. Charles, thanks very much for that input. Again, another vote for <laughs> no difference here, but as Bart Bartlett said, it's a your mileage may vary kind of thing. Roderick McLeod checked in one more time. Mark, I have a Mula Hexagon which uses the 89 head and a spare 89 replacement head that I got for a really good price. The Hexagon's top cap has a four and the replacement head has an eight. I suspect those numbers, like the numbers and lines that are on some blades, may be for quality control. The heads are probably die cast. The process is a lot like how model airplane parts are made. Each molding produces a lot of parts on a tree or grid-like frame. Individual parts are cut off of the tree and the tree is remelted. The number will help them know which part of the mold is having issues. Basically, the numbers aren't going to be specific to mule or identify which model of mule head it is. Here's a video that shows how the die cast parts for the now obsolete Mercur Vision are made and assembled. And he included that uh, video link, and I will include that below. Roderick, thank you very much. This was in regards to finding different numbers on the inside of the Mula R89 uh, cap, the Gillette Heritage cap, uh, the Q Brothers cap that I have, which is an R89 clone made by uh, Mula themselves. And uh, I believe it was, um, who was it? I think Al Spencer. I can't remember. Don't have it in my show notes. My apologies to whoever it was. I think it was Al Spencer uh, talking about uh, the different uh, razor heads uh, that uh, he had, Mula, Gillette, uh, and Edwin Jagger, DEA-9, and how they were similar and dissimilar and uh, the different numbers on the inside of the caps. Uh, and this all came about because of... Uh, uh, my saying that I'm hesitant to switch razor heads from a D89 to a Mula handle and vice versa because there are no distinct markings there. And uh, the point was there are some distinct markings on the inside of the caps. Well, it turns out it's not really distinct to the Mula razor head at all. It's just a production run, so to speak. Uh, that's what Roderick's guess is. So Roderick, thank you very, very much for that. Folks, I'll have the link below uh, regarding the Mercur Vision 
razor. Yeah, I recall that razor. That really was a, an adjustable, twist-to-open razor, as I recall. And they don't make it anymore. If you find one, it's kind of a rare find anymore from, from, from what I would guess, from what I would gather. Viewer Robert Fagan wrote, Fantastic Monday morning mailbag as usual. In relation to reusing lather, if memory serves me correct, I think you did a video before reusing the lather, which I think you used the PAA Travel Scuttle. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, you know what, Robert? I think you're correct. I think I may have done a re-lather video before, but I think, uh, and I'll have to check, I think I was using the lather lid. I think I did that video when the lather lid was released because Douglas was talking about using this for travel and then uh, saving the extra lather on the brush for the next day's shave. And you could use the lather lid and the brush with the uh, leftover lather to kind of bring back more lather for another shave. I think, I think you're correct, but I think it was the lather lid and not the travel scuttle. But again, as we learned, based on Douglas's comment, you can leave the lather in your lather lid or your scuttle, travel scuttle, your shaving bowl, and also leave the lather on the brush knot and uh, use it the next day and kind of bring it back. And a really, really helpful tip when traveling, uh, especially with the lather lid. I'll show you how it works again. Here's the Phoenix Lights Meetup Shave Soap. You would take off this lid here, leave this at home, and then put on the lather lid like that. And now you have a lid protecting your shave soap, but this lid becomes your lathering bowl like that. How about that? That's really, really very, very cool. I like the product a lot. And uh, thanks very much for reminding me that I think I did uh, a previous video and I think you're correct. I, I, I just, I'll have to look for it in my, ar in my archives. Uh, so thanks very much for that. Uh, Robert continues here. Also Hoffman's has three new soaps uh, Space Boy, which is a root beer ice cream float scent. Um, the Bayou with scent notes of lime, tangerine, bergamot, floral, chili pepper, and musk. Also Black Hollow, which is described as the alter ego of Red Hollow, my personal favorite. Uh, scent notes in Black Hollow are milk chocolate, amber, musk, vanilla, woods, and mild spice. I've pre-ordered the Black Hollow, but I think they're all available to purchase now. All the Hoffmans I've tried all produce a great lather with fantastic slickness and protection, and they all smell fantastic as well. I agree. The Hoffmans shave soaps have been wonderful. We've reviewed a few on the channel. I like them a lot. The uh, Space Boy sounds great. And also the Bayou, that one sounds wonderful. So thanks. And again, you know, the Black Hollow, that, they all sound great is what I'm saying also. But the standouts for me are Space Boy and uh, the Bayou. So thanks very much for passing those along, Robert. Really, really do appreciate it. We talked about them in a previous Monday morning mailbag uh, when they were in pre-order. So thanks for reminding us that they are still available and probably you can probably get them right now. So thanks very much for that, Robert. Really, really do appreciate it. Stan Chapman wrote, great 3MB as usual, Mark. Uh, you are my worst influencer about shave gear. You darn enabler. <laughs> Pearl K2 razor already inbound as was already interested due to the head design. Now you show me the Kingwood razor. Control, Stan, control. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the King Hood 
uh, uh, Razor and uh, yeah, King Hood. Uh, simple mistake there, uh, or maybe I misread it by uh, by accident. But yeah, the King Hood we reviewed this. Well, we actually we talked about it in the Monday Morning Mailbag. I've reviewed it. I've had a shave with it. Uh, this is wonderful. This really is a beautiful, smooth razor. I do like the razor head uh, a great deal. Now, the thing that's really unique about it, let me just show you this one more time, uh, is that it has a solid brass handle, which is really wonderfully chromed. This is part of their Twinkle series because it has some nice bright chroming on it, and I guess it twinkles and... Uh, Catches the highlights off of the um, off the lighting, that sort of thing. Um, here's the here's the razor head. Now you can see how the base plate wraps, comes up and wraps around. Let me show you. Wraps around the cap. So let me let me just see if I can. Okay, here let me just take it apart there, so you can kind of see that like that. See that? How that how these lips come up on the base plate, so that the cap just fits in like that. And it kind of wraps around. You know, really a nice fit and finish to it. Very, very seamless. Yeah, a really, really neat razor head. I found that the way you want to attach the handle, when, once you insert a blade, you want to put a finger here, like I use my index finger here to hold the cap in place, and then I use my thumb and my second finger here to hold the base plate uh, up against the cap when the blade's in there, and then I attach the uh, the handle that seems to work for me because um, otherwise you're you're not really holding the cap because if you just if you don't hold that razor I mean if you don't hold the cap okay it's you see how that kind of I don't know if you can see see how that pushes up you got to kind of press that down press the cap down like that hold it in place and I think it's just different with traditional uh, uh, razors where you can just kind of grab the sides and everything stays in place. But with this one, because the sides of the base plate wrap up and around, you're not really holding the cap. So you have to press down on top to hold it in place. Just a little tip if you happen to get one of these. And uh, it's a delightful shave. It really was smooth, close, efficient. I was really surprised. Now, Tyler Fike very, very kindly sent this along. Again, thank you very much, Tyler. And I found the blade balance and alignment to be spot on. Tyler reported that his was a little off, uh, but it didn't really affect the shave. I didn't, I didn't have any uh, blade imbalance at all. Alignment and balance were perfect from, si from one side to the other. Really, really terrific, terrific shave. Really, really enjoyed it. Again, Tyler, thank you very, very much for sending along the King Hood Galaxy Razor. And Stan, let us know how you like it, how you enjoy it, and how it shaves. And also, let us know about the blade balance, because I'm interested to know if uh, your blade balance is spot on. And maybe it's, you know, how it, it kind of will tell us how quality control is. Now, the price just went up. It was less than $18. I think it's like $21 now. So also make note of that as well. Uh, so at the time I did the review, which was a few days ago, the price was still below 18, but it's just gone up to about 21. Hopefully it'll come back down again. Bill Murphy uh, wrote, another great Monday morning mailbag. I have both the Rockwell 6C and 6S. Personally, I prefer the 6S. It's my everyday razor. I just love this razor. As for PAA shave soap, I agree with your selections. I would only add Hotel Cecil as it's my favorite barbershop scent. Uh, 
I would also suggest that when ordering from PAA, order a few aftershave samples. I do this on almost all my orders. It's better to get a sample to see if you like a scent instead of spending money on a full bottle and then finding out you do not care for the scent. Uh, I know it has saved me money. Have a great week. Hey, Bill, thanks very much. A great, great useful tip when ordering from uh, Phoenix Shaving. Get some samples, and that way you'll, you'll know whether or not you like the scent. Really do appreciate it. Uh, yeah, we uh, named a few, um, actually several, Phoenix Shaving Soaps last week in Monday Morning Mailbag uh, because uh, a particular viewer wanted to know uh, what I would put on my list. And yeah, Hotel Cecil is a great scent. I believe that's an homage to Burma Shave. Absolutely fantastic. Sorry I omitted it. It really is very, very good. I like it a lot. And you're correct. It is a classic barbershop-like scent. Very, very good. Viewer James Sefton wrote, Great video as always, Mark. Every time I see you at the towel heater, it reminds me of years ago when my sister-in-law put my brother's t-shirt in the microwave to dry it, and it torched up. <laughs> it wasn't funny then, but it is now. <laughs> I can imagine, James. But again, uh, that's a great reminder of uh, folks who want to make a uh, hot towel using the microwave. Uh, yeah, use some care there. And uh, we talked about it on a previous Monday morning mailbag and how you can go about doing that. And I'm sure you can Google that uh, or check out a previous Monday morning mailbag uh, episode and uh, look at the timestamps and it'll probably come up uh, and uh, with, the, with, the, with the instructions on how that can be done. But um, yeah, just be careful. <laughs> just be careful. Uh, but uh, the hot towel cabinet has been absolutely wonderful. And uh, thanks again to Jamie Horn for sending that along. It's just been absolutely wonderful. I'm using it for my shaves. And uh, really, it's terrific. I have to get back to using the thicker towels. I've been using the thinner towels. Uh, and those are fine. But the thicker towels retain more heat. And I think I'm going to go back to using the uh, thicker towels. Every time I say that, I end up using a thinner towel because I think it's just easier to easier to apply to the face. And whenever I see a barber shop uh, use a hot towel, they always seem to be the thinner towels. I could be wrong. Comment below and let me know. Or if you know of a barber shop towel that barbers use that are better than the ones I'm using, let me know because I would be more than happy to try them out. So thanks very much for that, James. <laughs> Some uh, fun microwave memories for sure. Uh, and uh, viewer Jason T uh, wraps it up with by saying, uh, another great video for my commute. Jason, thank you very much for taking me along on your morning commute. I really do appreciate it. And to everyone out there who listens to the Monday Morning Mailbag, during their commute. Thanks very much for the lift. I, I really, really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another refill segment for this week. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some new wet shaving gear. Viewer Thomas Smotherman passed this along, and he writes, Mark, love the show, makes each Monday a joy. Thank you very much, Thomas. I really, really do appreciate that. I found this link on the Wolfman Razor website of the new Gorilla Razor, which sold out back in 2017 or 2018. 
Wolfman razors are known to be some grail razors by many. And then he is providing the link to Wolfman razors for this particular razor. And uh, he writes, maybe you can add this to the new wet shaving gear section. Well, I have. And we also talked about this, as I recall, in the previous Second Cup podcast, because this came just after I had uh, uploaded and gotten a Monday morning mailbag in, pr- in place for the, uh, uh, to be published on Monday morning. So uh, we're mentioning it again in case you missed Second Cup. So Thomas, thanks very much for the heads up on this. He continues, mine came in last week and it's super smooth and efficient and well made. Again, thanks for the great reviews and podcasts you do, Thomas Smotherman. Thomas, thank you again. And uh, we'll have a link to this razor. And here's the in- and here's the information that they have on their product page. Introducing the 2023 Gorilla Razor. This is a redesign of the original version, which was produced for a short period in 2017. The Gorilla is machined from 316L stainless steel and features a permanently capped hollow 14 millimeter by 90 millimeter handle. The 0.54 blade gap is mildly aggressive. A matte finish is applied to each piece using an automated process. Now, here is the update. Choose either stainless steel, $275 Canadian or bronze, $325 Canadian. Yeah, uh, we uh, converted those into uh, US dollars and I will do that. Uh, well, hey, let's see if Alexa can tell us. Alexa, what is $275 Canadian in U.S. dollars? $275 Canadian dollars is about $202 U.S. dollars and 28 cents. $202 uh, U.S. and about 28 cents. $202 dollars uh, 28 cents. I don't know if you can hear that in the background. Uh, Alexa, what is $325 Canadian in U.S. dollars? Canadian dollars is about $239 US dollars and four cents. It's $239.04 US. So just so you know, and I was going to put that on the screen, but I realized some folks are listening on the podcast. So that's why I got it. I don't know if you can hear Alexa in the background. I'll try to pump up the volume when we uh, have that little bit of audio uh, come across. So um, anyhow, the, uh, they, they continue here, the stainless steel, the razor head weight is 30 grams and the handle weight is 64 grams. And the bronze, the razor head weight is uh, 29 grams and the handle weight is 61 grams. And uh, there you go. So um, that's kind of the update on the Wolfman razor. Thanks again to uh, Thomas Smotherman for passing that along. And oh, you know what? He also gave us an update on the shave that he had. So here, let's go into that. He says, um, I had an amazing shave with a NASA blade, very smooth yet efficient with little to no blade feel. Was able to get an easy two-pass ready-for-work shave with no razor burn at all. The way they make the blade so rigid in the razor is just an amazing work of art on its own. For anyone that wants a Wolfman razor, this is a great intro to the brand. Materials are all high-end and just well-made, screams quality. Now they have a bronze version for sale along with the 316 stainless steel. It's a must-buy, in my opinion, Thomas Smotherman. Thomas, thanks very, very much. Really do appreciate the update on this razor and your personal use of it. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much 
for the heads up on this razor and also for uh, telling us how it works for you. Sounds absolutely spectacular. Folks, we'll have links below. Thomas, again, thank you very, very much. Well, I received an advertising email from Yates Precision Manufacturing. It's a build-your-own custom safety razor. I will have a link to the page. And as they write here, pick and choose your own material, finishes, and components, as well as your own custom engraving. Make your safety razor unique to you. That is absolutely fantastic. If you go to the product page, you'll see that there are a series of drop-down menus where you can pick the material, the finish, different components, handles, that sort of thing. Absolutely fantastic. That's from Yates Precision Manufacturing, B-Y-O-R, Build Your Own Razor. I'll have a link to their page below. Well, you might remember this particular razor right here from the razor company. This is the TRC razor in aluminum. We've talked about this. We reviewed it. This is really a wonderful razor. Uh, the aggression level is a 4 out of 10. It really delivers a mild, efficient shave. I've done head shaves with this. I really like this. It's aluminum. It is very, very precisely made, and it's manufactured in the U.S. Well, uh, thanks to Rodney Ripplinger for sending along the heads up. The TRC razor that you see here is now available in stainless steel with a bead blast finish. Meet the new TRC stainless steel three-piece safety razor, a modern, sleek razor designed and manufactured entirely in the USA. A smooth yet efficient razor that can deliver an irritation-free shave without sacrificing comfort and durability. Extra-large rinse ports in the base plate ensure easy rinsing and no clogging. Tight tolerances provide for excellent blade clamping and no blade chatter. Covered blade tabs provide a premium look and feel. Now it has a 0.76 blade gap. Uh, the blade exposure is neutral. It's made from 304 stainless steel, both the razor head and the handle. The complete weight is 104 grams. The handle length is 3.5 inches or 89 millimeters. The handle diameter is 12 millimeters and it uses a standard thread of M5 by 0.8 and it is a finish bead blast. Uh, the finish is bead blast. Now, the aggression level is 5 out of 10, uh, whereas the aluminum version is 4 out of 10. So just know that the stainless steel uh, version is going to be one click above from the aluminum version if you happen to have an aluminum version. And this aluminum version came courtesy of viewer Alex Lopez. Alex, thank you again very, very much. Uh, I absolutely love this uh, TRC razor in aluminum. Really, really do. This is one of the aluminum razors that really kind of awakened me to how great aluminum razors can be. This one, as well as the PAA Ascension in aluminum, and also the Timeless aluminum, aluminum razor. Uh, they're just great razors. They really are. And uh, the, this TRC aluminum razor, again, would make a great, great travel razor. Now, I'm going to show you one more time um, the uh, lathering channels on here because I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be the same uh, on the stainless steel version. And you can see that is a generous lathering channel there. Look at how that is cut into the base plate there. And of course, they have the posts in the base plate and you have holes in the cap. And I'm assuming that's similar configuration on the stainless steel version. I don't have one, but from the photos, it sure does look similar 
in that way. Let me check again. Hang on one minute. No, I'm incorrect. The cap is solid. It's not, it doesn't have this configuration. Although the razor head looks to be similar, the, uh, the cap is solid on top. And it's $79.99. And I'm looking at it right now, and it's already sold out. <laughs> it's already sold out. But we're going to mention it because they have a link where you can be notified when it's available again. So, again, uh, very, very similar to the aluminum version, and uh, except that the configuration of the razor head and base plate are different in that the base, the razor head on the stainless version does not have the holes like the aluminum. Uh, it is solid. So um, it sure does look like the overall configuration of the razor head is similar to the aluminum version, just as I'm looking at it here on the, um, in the photos. Yeah, it sure does look like it's the same. Uh, very, very similar. So you know what? Uh, if you have one, let us know. It sure does look, I'm looking at some of the uh, close-ups here. Yeah, it looks like it's very, very similar with the exception of the, of the, uh, the holes on the cap. Now, the cap on this one does not have any holes from what I can see. It looks like it's a solid cap. So just so you know. So Rodney, thanks very much for passing along the information. Folks, <laughs> I'm looking at it here in real time. It's already sold out. So um, you know what? Uh, you can be notified when it's available again. And I'm probably going to click that link myself to uh, you know get notified when it's available. So Rodney, thanks very much for passing this along. Really do appreciate it. The TRC Stainless Steel Double Edge Safety Razor bead blast finish. Thanks again, Rodney. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Jerome Barbier wrote, PAA Gondolier is a classic. Too bad it's never reviewed on this channel. I would recommend it highly. It's a great one for cello lovers. Uh, Jerome, uh, as I mentioned to you in my reply, I have had this on my wish list for the longest time. And the uh, gondolier comes in both the uh, original formula and CK6. And it's on my wish list. Next order, I'm going to get some because uh, I've heard some great things about it. And yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, I've heard it. It's a classic. So I'm mentioning it to viewers out there just so you know it's available, uh, because last week we talked about cella uh, aftershaves and splashes and cella scents and that sort of thing. And I was thinking about getting um, Phoenix Shaving Cella Cool, C-H-E-L-L-A. So along with Cella Cool, I'll get the gondolier as, as well as kind of a bundle. So really looking forward to that. Uh, really, really looking forward to that. I'll get the gondolier bundle, and I'll also get the Cella Cool additionally. So really looking forward to it. Thanks very much for recommending it. Folks, Gondolier from Phoenix Shaving available in CK6 and also the original formula. And don't forget Chella Cool. We talked about it last week as well. And as Jerome says, it's a great one for Chella lovers. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Thanks very much, Jerome. Happy to pass it along to viewers out there. It's been on my wish list for the longest time. So thanks for reminding me to finally get it off my wish list and into my cart. Really do appreciate it, Jerome. Thanks very much. And that wraps up another new Wet Shaving Gear segment for this week. Thanks very much to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's get to some of these questions and comments.
So in a previous Monday morning mailbag, I asked viewers uh, how they would use a hot towel and a pre-shave, in what order, because uh, my uh, routine is to uh, wet the face, use a hot towel, then get the cube, uh, degrease the skin with it, uh, rinse, and then reapply the cube as my pre-shave, and then apply my lather. Now, at the, at, right at the beginning, I've built my lather already, and then once the lather is built in my my bowl, then I go ahead, hot towel, and then cube, cube, and then paint on the lather. And I was wondering if anyone did it differently uh, or had any suggestions for doing it differently. Uh, because I was thinking maybe, maybe uh, uh, wash the face with the cube, then apply the hot towel, then do the pre-shave with the cube again and paint on your lather. That's what I was thinking. Uh, and I was wondering if anybody, uh, has a similar routine to mine or something a little different. Now, viewer TRF44 wrote, my normal routine is fill the sink with hot water and let a washcloth soak while I build my lather, either just loading by brush for a face lather or using my shaving mug to build one. Once the lather is built, I use the hot washcloth on my face in the same way as a hot towel. Then use my tube 2.0 twice to degrease and then make a pre-shave base, paint on my lather, do my shave passes, warm cold rinses, alum block, and finally aftershave. I usually let the alum on my face while I clean my brush and then rinse with cold water before my aftershave. Yeah, very, very similar to my routine. So thanks very much for kind of confirming that my routine is kind of maybe, you know, the more common routine, I'm thinking. Again, if anyone else out there uh, has uh, uses a hot towel, are you using it first thing, or are you degreasing your skin with the cube and then using a hot towel, that sort of thing? Really be interested to know. A viewer, Mike H., added this. Hi, Mark. Great shave and razor review. Thank you. I believe that the initial application of the hot towel can be a help in softening and degreasing the skin before using the cube but I can also see degreasing with the cube and then applying the hot towel to adjust clean face. Maybe try it a few times each way to see what works best. Have a great rest of the week. Be safe and be well. Best regards as always, Mark. Yeah, uh, Mike, really, I, I think you're correct. I'll, I'll try it both ways. It's just that <laughs> I'm kind of in the habit of, I, I can be a creature of habit. I'm kind of in the habit of, of just following that same path, you know, uh, I have to remind myself to uh, change up my routine a little bit. So, um, yeah, I'm going to try it both ways. But your your comment, which is why I'm using your comment here, your comment about the hot towel degreasing the skin, helping to degrease the skin, I think is very, very important. I think it's a very, very uh, good point that you made there, that uh, the hot towel would help soften and degrease the skin prior to using the cube. So, I think that is very, very pertinent there. So thanks very much for that, Mike. And again, folks, if you have any um, any other recommendations or you want to share your routine, if you use a hot towel, whether you have a hot towel cabinet or if uh, you're like TRF44 uh, soaking a washcloth in, in, in some hot water in the sink or maybe you're using a microwave to create your hot towel, however it is, uh, let me know what your routine is. I'm really very, very interested in hearing how you use the hot towel, and when you use it, 
during your shave prep. Just really very, very interesting. And again, just like the shaving tip this morning from Larry Sablotny, uh, we can modify some of these routines as Larry did with the alum block, the application of the uh, application of the alum block. Uh, in this way, maybe we can modify the use of the hot towel. Uh, would really be interested in hearing uh, your input on that. So thanks very much to TRF44 and also to Mike H. Gentlemen, really, really do appreciate it. Viewer Wesley Kirby passed this along and he wrote, I would like to take credit for this, but I saw Geo Fatboy offer this on Chrome Mercur Futures. It's using plastic dip on razor handles needing more grip. What you see is the King C. Gillette, the Bevel, and Viking's Blade Godfather in Chrome. If you zoom in on the King C. Gillette, you will see I dipped a second time about halfway. This makes the grip a bit better. This and alum on your fingertips makes for a very sure grip. Hope you find this helpful. Be well. Uh, Wesley, thank you very, very much for this. Really do appreciate it. We have talked about this in the past. It's always great to revisit it in case someone missed that episode and kind of bring them up to speed on this. Yeah, absolutely fantastic way to increase the grip of some of these slick chrome handled razors. The new twist here is that you did it twice on the King C Gillette in order to increase the grip even more. Very, very helpful. Thanks very, very much for pointing that out. Really do appreciate it. And again, folks, uh, a great way to uh, increase the grip on a slick chromed uh, safety razor handle just by using some of the plastic dip. Thanks again, Wesley. A great reminder. Thanks very much for sharing the photos. Really, really do appreciate it. Thanks again. Viewer Joe Sellers wrote, Thanks, Mark, for another great video. I love your enthusiasm for wet shaving. I'm 52 now, and watching your videos takes me back to when I was a little boy watching my daddy shave. I remember he used a Schick injector razor. I can't remember what soap he used, but I do remember he used Barbasol from time to time. There's just something I can't describe about a good wet shave. To me, it's my meditation. It's calming and relaxing, just my alone time, I guess. Also, I have the cold spices in the original, I guess not the CK6, and I love it. Well, yeah, you probably do have it in the original CK1 formula. It's wonderful, I agree. He continues, PAA has really put out some awesome stuff. Please keep the videos coming. I really appreciate them. Again, thank you, Joe Sellers. Well, Joe, thanks very much for the very, very nice memories, and I agree with you. There is something about doing the traditional wet shave, the meditation, the being alone, the Zen moment, but there's also uh, a connection to uh, our past, our family, uh, that sort of thing, especially if you happen to be fortunate enough to have uh, a razor or a brush used by a father, a grandfather, an uncle, that sort of thing. I'm lucky enough to have my late father's original Super Speed, Gillette Super Speed right here. This is from 1957 and it's an absolutely beautiful, beautiful shape. And uh, I'm so fortunate to have it. And again, there is, that's what's so unique about the traditional wet shave. This gear, this vintage gear that is still available. And, and sometimes it's, it's, it's in our family. We discover it in our family and it connects us uh, to, uh, to our past. 
uh, our childhoods, our parents, our family members, that sort of thing. It's really a unique element within the tr traditional wet shave, and it's a really unique ingredient that goes into the, into the traditional wet shave. Uh, having uh, a razor or a brush from a father or grandfather, uh, an uncle, that sort of thing. Um, and it reminds me of a story, and I've told this before, and I'll paraphrase it. Uh, I was looking for a Gillette Fat Boy, and I happened to see one listed on Craigslist. Uh, a gentleman was living in Toledo, and I called him up, and he wanted $35 for it. And it came in the original case, and it looked to be in beautiful, beautiful shape. And uh, I asked him why he was selling it, and he said, well, it belonged to my father, and I'm not going to use it. And, uh, you know, I just want to sell it. And I asked him uh, if he had uh, a son. And he said, yes, he does. Yes, he did. At the time, I believe the, his son was 13, 14 years old, something like that. And I told him, first of all, uh, $35 is not a fair price for that, for the uh, Gillette Fat Boy. It could be, it, you could get much more for the Gillette Fat Boy. Uh, and second of all, you don't want to sell it. You do not want to sell it. That is, that was your father's. And if you're not going to use it, if you're not doing a traditional wet shave, you know, hang on to it for your son. Because down the road, he might, he might embrace a traditional wet shave. Because when you look at the younger generation, they really are embracing the traditional wet shave because, you know, it's a great way to shave, first of all. You get a great shave with a single blade doing doing, uh, you know, two or three passes and some touch-up. Absolutely fantastic. And it's also very, very green. So they like that quality of it, too. And, of course, you get all these great, great uh, artisan shave soaps with great skin food ingredients. I mean, you know, the upside is just so amazing, which is why I think the traditional wet shave is making such a wonderful comeback. And again, great artisans out there like Douglas Smythe of Phoenix Shaving and some others, they're bringing back some great, great shaving gear and great scents from yesteryear, that sort of thing. But anyhow, my point was to this gentleman, hang on to the razor. Do not sell it. Keep it for your son because he'll use it and he'll have that connection to his grandfather. And uh, I sure hope he did. And I, I told him, I, I, you know, knowing this, I wasn't going to buy it. I said, you know, I'm not, I'm not really interested in buying it. If you call me back and you're insistent on wanting to sell it, then yeah, fine. I'll consider buying it from you, but at a fair price. And uh, you know what? He never called back. And I'm, I'm, I like to think that maybe he had second thoughts and decided to hang on to the razor for his son. If not for himself, because he wasn't interested in doing the traditional wet shave, then for his son. Because I just think that it was so very, very important. And I know a lot of wet shavers out there, when you come across uh, a shaving brush or uh, a razor that belonged to a family member, uh, it's, there is just that great connection there. And that's something that I think cartridge razors uh, that are that have been around for quite a while, I don't think cartridge razors have that kind of connection. Yeah, I have my father's uh, handle from uh, a Track 2 cartridge razor, and that's kind of neat, but there's something about the complete razor, the complete razor that really, you know, that really makes the connection. Uh, knowing that he used this, uh, you know, there's just something there, the complete razor. So yeah, 
Uh, Joe, thanks very, very much for the nice comments, and thanks very much for confirming how wonderful the uh, traditional wet shave is, and thanks for reminding us of these great, great connections to our families uh, and our pasts and uh, our great family traditions, that sort of thing, just through the traditional wet shave. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, from time to time on the channel, we talk about repurposing items and incorporating them into the traditional wet shave. Brian Foley passed this along. Don't know if this is worth mentioning on Monday Morning Mailbag or not, but I came across a really neat repurpose of a household product today. We had this bottle of liquid children's Tylenol in the cupboard. I was tossing things with expired dates and went to squeeze the liquid out and noticed how the restrictor did a really good job of keeping the dispersal to a tight stream. My first thought was, this would be awesome for witch hazel or other liquid aftershave products. I started to take off the label and then clean the bottle out. Sadly, this container is four ounces, so it may not qualify for TSA carry-on status. But I don't know if they sell this product in a smaller container or if the smaller container would still have the good restrictor. Either way, it would make a great travel bottle for witch hazel. You can see in the picture that the base of the restrictor has three levels of inverted collars so that basically no unwanted liquid will come out. Combine that with the childproof top and this thing is ready to take a tumble without losing any juice. Wow, <laughs> Brian, absolutely great repurposed tip. Thanks for passing it along. Folks, check your cupboards, see if you have this kind of bottle. Brian says it's gonna be perfect for witch hazel or even aftershave. Brian, thanks again very much. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another Monday Morning Mailbag for this week. Thanks so much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share, please subscribe, please like. Hit that bell so it'll give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below. Let me know. Check out all the wonderful artists and soap makers and sellers that you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They make and sell some wonderful artisan shave soap. They also offer some wonderful wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. Next time you're online, please take a moment, pay them a visit. I sure would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark Zerady, where you'll find all the Amazon listed products that I review on this channel. Organize and categorize so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. Hey, we have another double take cartoon puzzle for you this week. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, just pause the video. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.